0: Today is the day you start becoming the self-compassionate, empowered, and motivated version of yourself that you always wanted to be. Are you ready to explore your untapped potential? Welcome to untapped. I'm your host, Starla, and I'm about to help you reach your ultimate goals every time we chat and we tap. So let's go. It's time for you to take control of your life, and it starts today. Hi, thanks for joining me again today. Guess where I am? I'm on my yoga mat again and I'm loving it. I love that I can do a yoga session and then grab my iPhone and just sit here in this beautiful, peaceful, harmonious energy that I'm in. And yeah, just podcast or just before I'm about to do my yoga. So I'm already really you know set up for that I'm ready and raring to go and that energy you know capturing that energy I think it's really important for you guys and at the moment I just don't feel like walking into my office and setting up the professional equipment and (laughs) sitting down at the desk and 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 doing a podcast I just want to do it from my yoga mat how cool is that how cool is that that we can find other ways to do things and to make them more pleasurable. That's what I've done by doing this, by making this choice. And sometimes I'm going to feel like going into my office. Um, And maybe when it gets a little bit warmer outside, I might even start doing podcasts from the great big beautiful field that I live around the corner from or or up a hill because I have so many gorgeous, beautiful um, hills around me and forests and everything. So who knows what you're going to get from me this year. It's going to be exciting. I hope, first of all, that you are having a fantastic day. And if you're not, I just want to be maybe the first person today to tell you, because maybe you haven't even told yourself, that you are doing a great job you are doing a great job. I may not know you or maybe I do. Maybe you're someone I know and and you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, I know Starla and, you know, I haven't spoken to her in a while and or I spoke to her yesterday and, you know, and she said that to me in a text message as well (laughs) or something. I don't know. But honestly, I I just I just want to send out that energy to you right now. I want you to feel that. okay, that you are really doing an amazing job and please know that I am, you know, I'm saying that with so much love and I hope you can feel that as well. I genuinely um, switch on my Reiki energy when I do podcasts as well And I've started doing that when I do my TikTok videos. I don't know if anybody is following my TikTok and they've noticed that difference. Let me know because I'd be really, really intrigued about that. And also let me know about these episodes because I only started doing it recently. And yeah, it always intrigues me. So yeah, uh, what are we going to talk about today, guys? We're going to talk about my journey, my story. And the reason I decided to make this into an episode is because I've had a couple of people recently ask me why I'm so happy (laughs) and why I'm so positive. And sometimes I will discuss, you know, things that I have found challenging in my life and then they're like, I don't get it. I'm so sorry. Am I missing something here? You've been through some real crap and I don't understand why you're so happy. Um, so I'm going to go into it and, uh, it all started when I was a small child. Um, do you know what? It actually probably did because my parents, when I was four years old, decided to sell their house, beautiful house, may I add, in a beautiful area, uh, to pursue their dreams. And we moved to America (laughs) and it was kind of one of the most random decisions because my auntie had just moved to Ireland and so that that was on the cards and that was a strong contender but my dad had always had this dream of going to America and working on cars on Chevys and Caddies and Buicks. And so that's what we did. And my first step into the States was Disney World and manatees and magic. So at age four, walking into this new land (laughs) with, with all this actual magic around me was just next level. So it's really no you know, question that the reason I am so open to manifestation and I'm so damn good at it as well, is because that's what I was taught from a really young age, that you can have anything and you can be anything you want to be. Now, I didn't get to be She-Ra and I didn't get to be one of those pretty ladies that danced in the saloons. You make of that what you will. But I did get to be a coach. I wanted to be so many things when I was a kid. You know, a ballet dancer and, you know, uh, a princess and (laughs) everything. But the one thing that I was always led to be was someone who was of service with helping people with their mental health. I always had friends who had some really challenging life stories from a very, very, very early age. I'm talking from like age six, seven. I had friends that were abused, friends who, you know, were going through really horrible divorces. Their parents were going through terrible, terrible times. And they were right thick in the middle of it. The abuse stories just were crazy, you know. And, And that's what I was, I was understanding that kind of stuff from, from when i was so young and i was really good at helping people i was really good at opening up my heart and my arms and saying i'm here i am your safe space and then when i was a bit older when we came back to england i didn't have the most positive it, it was not manatees and disney princesses um it was children who wanted to really assert themselves uh, up against this geeky American hybrid English child uh, in her, you know, jelly shoes and her Hawaiian shorts and everything. They really wanted to assert themselves and say, you don't belong here, go back to where you came from. And so needless to say, I, I definitely experienced a lot of bullying and because of that i believe my immune system probably wasn't the strongest because it's mind body soul connection right so i i pushed against being sad i still had that spark in me but as the years went by and i i became a teenager as well i was definitely feeling more sad and my father was also dealing with depression. He didn't deal well with being out of the States um, and he didn't deal well with the the different way that people were. He, he found it very difficult to go to that more stoic British way of life and that was very very telling on his mental health. Not to mention the massive difference in weather and you know lack of sunshine and everything so he was not coping well I was not coping well and after getting a brief spell of pneumonia I then got ME and fibromyalgia Uh, chronic fatigue syndrome people know it as um, Epstein-Barr mono Uh, so yeah I, I, I got that and I was bedridden for two years and I was literally in agonizing pain I mean I don't even remember much of those two years because it was just you know laying in bed and and being in agony for such a long time uh and then I started you know getting a little bit better and I was relapsing and stuff like that and in the next few years you know I'm cutting this down to a nutshell here I had some very challenging relationships uh abusive um in every measure that you could imagine, I was groomed when I was a teenager by an older man as well. He would say things to me like, "No one is ever going to love you like me." Um, you know, he would threaten to hurt himself if I left and everything. And then there was also the the grooming and everything. But none of his friends were interested in uh, in taking me for a ride, so to speak. So I was very, very, very grateful um, that that didn't exactly go to plan for him. (laughs) And after some therapy and, you know, dealing with some of that stuff, I came out the other side, not too bad. I was definitely heavily into my rock and my metal music and anything else was absurd to me uh, at the time. And that's how I dealt with it. (laughs) And I really wanted to be a child psychologist at this point, right? So we're we're going back into that, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And when, so when I was 18, I went to college to be a child psychologist, but I was still in that relationship. So it, it did not stick. Unfortunately, I wasn't really allowed to, um, so to speak. So after that, I lost my dad uh, when I was 23 and that was a massive hit. As you can see, like it look, it gets better. Okay, bear with me here. It gets much better. It's not sounding too great at the moment, but gotta trust me on this. Um, I lost my dad, and I was broken because I had gone from having a bit of a challenging relationship with him when he got really depressed to being best friends. He'd pay, he'd play his like. He'd play his Tim Buckley records and I would play him my Jeff Buckley CDs, you know, we, we were aligning so beautifully and so wonderfully and that only lasted for two or three years and then he was gone and I found that really difficult to cope with. So I then went into a 12-year relationship And I learned a lot in that relationship. It was not the healthiest relationship though. However, I am so grateful to all the moments that I had with this person because it's made me the person I am today, right? But gosh, guys, seriously, I mean, up to this point, what if I've been talking for about 14 minutes now, (laughs) my life really honest to god i felt like it was the worst i didn't i didn't know how i was going to get out of this trap that i'd built for myself and i didn't even know that i'd built this trap for myself but i had i was completely accountable for for pretty much all my choices i had even if it was 5% account- accountability for the relationship with the person where you know i experienced being groomed and everything i I still made that decision to be there and um, through on and off years of therapy and really being convinced that I was the problem always in every single relationship style is the problem style is the problem no one else is the problem no one else is taking accountability here I eventually decided to leave the 12 year relationship. And I was scared. I was frightened because it meant I was going to have to live by myself. And I did not like the idea of that at all, because I was such a frightened person. And it meant that I was going to have to, you know, become a, a single mother, essentially, somebody who took so much control um, back into her own life and everything. It was the making of me. It was the absolute making of me. But my journey with EFT and everything started years before. So throughout all of this, it just like dribbled in here and there. I was doing therapy, CBT, DBT, going to a psychologist, Um, on all sorts of antidepressants, doing yoga here and there, dipping into meditation. There was no consistency at that point. When I left that relationship, I started making decisions for myself again. So I started to build inconsistency. However, shortly after I left the relationship and I started doing yoga and Pilates classes and meditation all the time and and getting back into tapping and everything, I found out I had cancer. And uh, for the last seven years, I had this really slow growing tumor in my bowel that at that point where I had like 24 hours left to live. And they said, if we don't get this out of you now, like if we don't sort this out now and get you into surgery now, you won't be here tomorrow. um this thing was literally bigger than my actual bowel like it it, it had taken over it was a very large tumor, and so I thought I was getting my life together, but I had this I like to call it a hiccup, I really do I had this hiccup. The probably the biggest hiccup in my life and th- again the most transformational I thought leaving that relationship was transformational but this was next level I was then facing do I or do I not do chemotherapy and, and what's going to happen when I lose my hair and everything I went to a hypnotherapist who was a friend of the family and he helped me to see that every single circumstance and challenge in your life can be flipped on its head into a positive if you choose for it to be that way. And he told me to buy this book called Self-Compassion by the author Kristen Neff, and That was another massive transformational moment for me because I hadn't finished a book in years. I'd pick them up, I'd read a few pages, I'd get really into it and I'd get distracted and I'd walk away from it. So I finished this book and that being the first book that I had finished in years was so significant because it's such an incredible read. It's, uh, It's like the foundation of the work that i do um the way i coach is is all the foundation of self-compassion if you don't have self-compassion in your life it's no wonder that you're not the person you want to be right now and you're not in the place you want to be right now because you've got to love yourself in order to make decisions life-changing decisions because not everyone is ever going to be there for you. You are going to be there for you. And that's what I learned. So through doing self-compassion work, I became my own best friend. And then because I became my own best friend, I felt like I could take on anything and do anything. And I did. So I did six months of chemo and three months of that were absolutely grueling. They were so challenging. Um, But when I look back on that time, I just think about all the incredible moments that I experienced in that time, like things that I never thought were possible, that I always dreamed of happened in that time. And I met the coolest people and people that still impact and change my life even today. And I am so, so, so grateful, so grateful for that. So to go from being suicidal, so depressed, to the person I am now is because I've had that journey. So if anything is happening in your life right now and you think this is the worst possible thing that could ever happen and I don't know how I'm going to survive this. I promise you now, those moments in your life are the most powerful transformative moments and you can take those and really make them work for you because that's what I did and I have seen countless other people who work in the same genre as me do exactly the same thing we all have something like that in common we all decided enough is enough i have lived my life beating myself up internally telling myself i'm ugly that no one would ever love me that i'm not worthy of my dreams and my and you know and my passions and my desires and It didn't work out so well for me, actually. I got horrible skin conditions and I had terrible relationships. My friendships were always quite toxic as well. And I ended up getting cancer. So why not try life a different way? Why not do something different? And that is why I am as vibrant as I am today. That's why when I go for a walk, I really do stop to smell the flowers. That's why when something comes into my life, which may be perceived as being challenging, I turn it into a childastrophe. I find the silver linings. I go straight for those good feeling thoughts. And then I take action steps, the action steps that I need to take to make things better for myself. And... The way I keep myself in that energy, in that vibration, is by using my tools. And if I ever go a few days and I don't use some kind of tool, you know, that could be flipping thoughts, which has become part of my programming now. I've been doing it for so long that if a negative thought comes up in my mind that takes me over, I would be very, very surprised because it's just... Not something I'm used to anymore. I'm just used to going to that good feeling fort. Um, so yeah, flipping forts, EFT, of course, freaking love it. I mean, acupressure is an insane tool. It's acupuncture without the needles. You know, it, it, you you have it with you all the time. It's free to use. It takes a few moments to get some sort of relief. And you can also manifest the most incredible life for yourself, all whilst keeping yourself in that beautiful, positive, happy vibration. So it's a win-win for me, and, and I will never not use it. Um, meditation. Meditation is so incredible. And one of my new go-to tools is yoga every single day even if it's five minutes, 15 minutes, or it's an hour session, I'm going to be down on that mat because it does do something. It creates a shift. And if you listen to my last episode about Tony Robbins and how I did that five-day, six-day seminar, he always goes on about changing your state and how important that is. The first thing you do is you change your state. So you get up, you move your body, you dance, uh, you start singing, you know, you go for a jog, you go for a walk, something to just change your physical state. And EFT is definitely a state changer first off. So, I mean, it ticks every single freaking box you can imagine. Yoga is a massive state changer. I do all sorts of yoga. So Hatha yoga, Vinyasa, Yin, Drew, I love it I mix it all up I do what I feel pulled to on that day whatever I'm drawn to that's that I listen to my intuition it's like actually you need to do some yin yoga today you need to be more in your feminine you need to just you know lay in those poses for two minutes and ache like hell the next day (laughs) I swear I ache more when I do yin yoga than I if I do any pilates or anything like that it's crazy um but also it helps me to release emotionally if there's anything trapped that I need to release that I haven't managed to kind of deal with with EFT. But yeah, tools, tools are amazing. I don't know where I would be without my Swiss army knife um, of the mind, you know? And, and, and that's what I have. And, and that's what you can develop too. So whatever you've gone through in your life, You can decide today that everything you've gone through has been for you. It is all working out for you, no matter what. And you can also decide that you're going to start making some big changes today. You're going to step out of Whatever energy it is that you're in right now that makes you feel trapped or you're not good enough. You're not worthy for everything you want because you absolutely are. And trust me, if I can go from someone who really didn't think anybody cared about me or anyone would ever care about me. To being someone now who is able to inspire people from my story is able to take everything I've been through and help other people get through similar challenges, then anybody can do this. And anybody can, you don't need to go and be a coach. You know, I clearly was always meant to be one. I was clearly always meant to pursue, you know, uh, or, or be, you know, magnetic to, you know, the purpose of helping people and inspire people would I be as inspirational if I hadn't have gone through everything I've gone through and life had been easy and straightforward and blah 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 no absolutely not and even thinking now that I could be inspirational is just mind-blowing and the reason it's mind-blowing is because you all are (laughs) Every single one of us has a story to tell. Every single one of us has gone through things that we never thought we would get out of and we never thought in any way, shape or form could bring us positive things, you know, down the road. But it's what happens. It's life. It's part of life. So as inspirational as people tell me I am, I swear blind you are as inspirational if not more so and in whatever way you want to embrace that and to share that with people I really suggest you start giving that a go even if you start journaling it down even if you start every single day writing down your daily wins even if that is just getting out of bed today making your bed making a cup of tea not spending so much time on Netflix, going for a walk, you know, giving a friend a call, whatever it is, that is a win for you, then that is a win. And I want you to celebrate that. I want you to celebrate that hard. Okay, I think this is the longest podcast episode I've ever done and the deepest. And I really, really, really hope you got so much out of this. Um, I, it 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 took me it took me a lot to feel like I was ready to be in the place where I could say all that out loud out there on the internet and the you know like everybody can hear it. But I I think it's important. It's important because I want to be authentic as possible because I'm putting myself out there as someone who is of service and in that respect, I wear my heart on my sleeve anyway, so why not wear my heart on my sleeve to the whole goddamn world, right, so there we go, anyway, if you got something out of this, please leave me a review, Um, and a lovely little star would be fantastic as well, and you know, TikTok is full of EFT videos now, I make them every single day, I love making them, And I love helping you guys with them as well. So go drop me a follow if you feel uh, inclined to. And I will catch you soon. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in every single week. And I will speak to you soon. Have an incredible, fantastic, wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to subscribe to the channel so you never miss a thing. Your feedback is really important to me, so please leave a review and let me know what you think. Wanna take your mindset mastery to the next level? Connect with me on Instagram and TikTok for tapping videos, exclusive content, and more. As an EFTM press and mindset mastery coach, I have even more to offer you through my membership program. Visit my website and join the community today. You can find me under the handle She's a Guiding Star on all my social media platforms. Don't miss out on the chance to make positive changes in your life and make them stick. Have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.